Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. I hope you had a great weekend, everybody. we got a lot to talk about. Come on in, stay a while. We're uh, down at Danette. Seton is ready to hit the road, but uh, not sure when he's hitting the road with the van. The French kid is here. Seton's not here. Maybe at last-minute packing. But uh, should be here a little bit later on this morning, and then they'll hit the road to drive to the Super Bowl. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Eli Manning will join us come up coming up here in a little bit, about uh, 20 minutes from now. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Who's going to handle the uh, poll question duties today? I can handle that. Ooh. How do you feel about that? Well, let's give it a shot. Do you got some questions here? I By the way, Fritzy's drugged up. I don't know what you're on. I am amped up. You are. Now, are you on drugs, legal drugs? I am on legal drugs. I'm on a small dose of prednisone because I've had this whooping cough or whatever. I don't know if a 53-year-old can even get that. Okay. But I'm um, trying to fight that off, and they suggested I take that, and it's been helpful. Okay. All right. But it is making me really hungry and, and amped up. And like by 3, 4 in the morning, I'm like ready to drive to work. It's weird. Okay. Poll question? What will you remember most about the conference title games? The choices are, and in the colors of the teams, but visually some of you can't see that. Patrick Mahomes' gutty performance on bad ankle. Bengals' poor, <laughs> Bengals poor offensive this, this line This is going to be a bad idea. Why? Well, you're telling them the poll question, but you have it kind of color-coded have, here. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Red, orange, green, and black. Oh. Patrick Mahomes' gutty performance on bad ankle. Bengals' poor <laughs> offensive line play. Brock Purdy, early QB injury. Eagles' superb defense. Bad officiating. <laughs> Which one will you remember most about what went down yesterday? Uh, so the Eagles roll the Niners, and uh, the Niners quarterbacks got knocked out. We're going to try to get an update on Brock Purdy's injury because this could be a big injury for them. Uh, it might be Tommy John surgery. 
you know, he was 4-4 to start that game. Then he got hit by uh, Redick and tried to come back, couldn't throw the ball. And there might be a bigger picture story here at the quarterbacking position. And and if you factor in what happened, okay, you got Trey Lance, you got Jimmy Garoppolo, you let Jimmy Garoppolo try to seek a trade, couldn't get a trade. Trey Lance gets hurt. Jimmy plays well. All of a sudden, you're thinking Jimmy's the future there. Then Jimmy gets hurt. Then you bring in Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, who plays wonderfully. Now he gets hurt. Now what happens at the quarterbacking position? But the Niners quarterbacks getting knocked out early. You know, there wasn't anything special about the Eagles win, but it didn't have to be. You know what happens? Let's say you're uh, running in a race and the guy you're running against gets hurt. Well, you only have to run fast enough to outrun him, yeah. and that's all the Eagles did. It's like the Niners are banged up. All we have to do is just keep running the football. They ran the ball 44 times. And, you know, you protect Jalen Hurts. You didn't ask him to do much. Had a rushing touchdown, but the defense played wonderful. It was weird. I thought in the first eight minutes of that game, the Eagles were going to dominate. They had already dominated, but it you know, turned out to be 7-7 after McCaffrey scores the touchdown. I'm thinking, okay, if Kyle Shanahan can coach up whoever's playing quarterback, maybe they can hold, hold you know, serve here with them. They can stay close. But then after that, uh, you know, rotating quarterbacks, they could never really establish anything offensively. And give, give credit to the Eagles. You do, you know, you don't get style points. At, the, at this point of the season, just win. Just get there. You win 31-7. to The Chiefs beating the Bengals, the late field goal, some shaky calls with that. Uh, here's Patrick Mahomes after the win. Guys were probably the most pumped up I'd seen them going into a football game. A lot of trash talk coming from a lot of different places. I think no one picked us to win. If so, it was like 5% of people. Um, and uh, we think we've built up enough respect to have a chance to go out and win every game. So uh, whenever you feel like you're the underdog, when you're playing at Arrowhead Stadium, it gets guys ready to go. Yeah, and, you know, Mahomes did what you want greats to do. Somehow, some way, you make a play. Bengals, that felt like, you know, the, uh, the Chiefs and Chris Jones had established what was going to happen in that game. And I thought last week, if you were going to see a shaky offensive line, it was going to come back to haunt the uh, Bengals. It certainly did last, uh, last night. They hit uh, Joe Burrow 12 times. So that... Offensive line that was missing three starters, that didn't seem important to a lot of people leading up to this game because they survived Buffalo, certainly played a large role here. Chiefs did what they needed to do and played with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app. You can watch for free or... Our radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400. In the NFL, we're always attracted to these skilled position players, and, and rightfully so. Now, leading into this game, you're talking about the quarterbacks. But the Eagles came away uh, with maybe the most impressive performance offensively and defensively with their lines. And, you know, at the end of the day, you can have great skilled position players, but the game is still very much won in the trenches. And Philadelphia has been the best offensive and defensive line this entire season. And the Eagles had just under 150 yards on the ground. They kept San Francisco's pass rush at bay. And this is going to be the style. They're going to go after Kansas City this way in a more methodical way. Kansas City still has the firepower. But also, 
Can Philadelphia get into a shootout with the Kansas City Chiefs? Something that we'll discuss over the uh, next few days as we get ready to go out to Arizona. So what's the poll question we're going to go with, uh, Fritzy? So I think we're going to roll with that one about what you remember most about the conference title games yesterday, which are, once again, Patrick Mahomes' gutty performance on bad ankle, Bengals' poor offensive line play, Brock Purdy early QB injury, Eagles' superb defense, bad officiating. What are you going to remember, Paulie? Uh, I'm going to remember the moment where Josh Johnson comes in for Purdy, and you're like, okay, he's, he's playing okay. It's 7 7, and you know, they got a chance here. And when he gets knocked out early in the game, relatively early in the game, midway through the game, they cut to a clip of Christian McCaffrey sitting with the offensive coaches going over the offensive game plan. A running back has going to have to play the entire second half of the NFC title game, and they're still in it. Yeah. That would have been a wild development. Marv, your 49ers, uh, your takeaway from your devastating loss. Man, it was, a, it was a tough one. But you know what? I would have rather lost that way than the way the Bengals lost. Because you know what? It takes me a minute. Actually, I was at a kid's birthday party watching the game. Oh, no. That's <laughs> the worst of the weekend. Yeah. And so, you know what I was doing? I was doing, you know, saying stupid stuff like, you know what? Good season. No one even expected us to be here. Maybe halfway through the fourth quarter. So... Yeah, Paul. I, I got to jump in here. Uh, whoever schedules a child's Ooh. birthday party during the AFC NFC title game, wow. I don't know if they, you could be yeah kicked You're, out of the country or arrested. Are you still married to her? No, no. This this is my aunt. Oh, wasn't your wife who made the call? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, okay. No. Right. And I my my aunt paid for like a lot of my college tuition, so I'm not going <laughs> to talk too much about her. Fair enough. Uh, Todd, what stood out to you? Once I saw Brock Purdy go down and just that image of Christian McCaffrey warming up briefly on the sideline was just like, oh, no, this is not going to go well. Yeah, I didn't know if he could throw the football. He did have a pass. He did have a touchdown earlier this year, and I thought, well, okay. I mean, I probably would have just stayed with the Wildcat offense there and and probably uh, changed up with uh, uh, Debo, put him there right. you know, behind center, have McCaffrey switch it up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that. Against that pass rush, you know, Hassan Reddick was wonderful. You know, you know when you take out two quarterbacks, uh, you pretty much uh, you earned your paycheck yesterday. Here's Brock Purdy on how his arm got hurt. You know, my arm just felt like it stretched out. Um, just felt like really a lot of just shocks all over from my elbow down to my wrist, front and back. Um, just pain, really, all over. And it might be Tommy John. Uh, don't know if it's a torn ulnar nerve, but that's what they were talking about. At first, I thought it was his wrist, and then uh, there was an updated report on that, that it, it was uh, his elbow, and that may be something that would keep him out for a year. It would be just like a pitcher having Tommy John surgery. But we're trying to get an update on that. Uh, you know, I don't know what the swelling is like. They're going to have uh, MRI probably this morning, and maybe we'll find out. Uh, before our show is over. Yes, Marv. I'm already dreading the Aaron Rodgers to the 49ers talks. Oh, boy. Well, Brady. Tom Brady to the 49ers. There, you know, there's a report out with Adam Schefter in the mothership about Aaron Rodgers that it, it's not really a, a report. We went down this road before with Shefty, and it just feels like you're cobbling things together and going, uh, yeah, sources say that... Uh, you know, that he might be traded. But 
it didn't feel like a real report there with Aaron Rodgers. But people are going to go, okay, Aaron, make up your mind. I don't know if Aaron is leading any of this. He's not doing the reporting, but there is a report out there by Shefty that, uh, Paulie, you've been following the language yeah, on this. Yeah, so it, they had it last night, and then they broke into, you know, they had coverage today, and it said, breaking news, uh, sources tell Adam Schefter that people around the league think the Packers would prefer to trade Aaron Rodgers. A source would be a source with the Packers. Then you have a story, or a news story. This is more of like a... It's just like, opinion. Opinions of people around the league, which have no inside information of the Packers, but it's being traded as if Packers now prefer to trade Aaron Rodgers. That, that's just opinion of football people. Yeah, not, not, a, not a report. Yeah, a source would probably be attached to Aaron Rodgers or the Packers and say, not just sources say that the public sentiment around the league is Aaron Rodgers could get traded. All right, uh, this program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz, the Sprinter van. Unlock your potential. You can do your own thing, be your own boss, live out your own dreams. Capable, versatile, Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van can help drive your ambitions as far as you want to take them. And uh, we're taking them all the way to Arizona. You still have time to go to danpatrick.com and enter the contest to win the Sprinter van. If you're watching on Peacock, that's the van that we're uh, sending out with Seton and the French kid. And who, maybe some other stragglers are going with him. I don't know. It's a road trip here. All right. Um, we got our poll question. Yeah, Paul. I'd like a redo of my memory of the weekend. Because when it was third and nine for Mahomes, maybe 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they uh, they don't complete the pass. I think he's going for Kelsey. Yeah. It looks like they got a punt. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you hear this confusion. Romo and Nance were very confused, as everyone was. Apparently the official had tried to blow the play dead because the clock was running. And nobody heard it. And so they all of a sudden they're like, they're going to give him another third down, a repeat third down. Zach Taylor, the coach of the Bengals, was losing his mind, and he can't throw a review flag. Were you befuddled how they could replay a play? Yes. If the play starts and you haven't whistled it, then the play should continue. Like, you made the mistake. Okay. That, it, it counts. But it, how do you not... Does he have a whistle to blow the play dead? He was trying to use his hands. Nobody could hear him. And, you know, the play started. You know, they spotted the ball. The line judge came in, re-spotted the ball. The spot was off, reset the play clock. Game clock started running. Shouldn't have started running. Then there was an incomplete pass. The field judge noticed that the game clock was still running, came in, shut down the play, get the clock fixed, but nobody heard him. The play was run. After the play was over, he came in and uh, discuss what he was trying to do, shutting the play down. <laughs> so they reset the game clock back to where it was and replayed third down. Other than that, nothing going on on that play. Yeah, Paul. And on that third down replay, Mahomes got sacked for eight yards. They would have been fourth and 17. And, the, you know, since they would have got the ball in great position, but Eli Apple got called for a hold, so you got a first down. A lot of Chiefs fans are saying, well, they punted on that drive anyway. But it, it, it changed the whole drive. It changed how the Bengals got the ball back. If it went the other way, we'd be hearing from Chiefs fans here. Well, yes, uh, yes. Tim. Sometimes that little ball that bounces around inside the whistle can get stuck. So I'm wondering if he was blowing the whistle <laughs> yeah. and just no sound maybe was coming out of it. He started using his fingers. That didn't work. Yeah. Well, it was cold there in Kansas That's true. City. Yes, it was. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll get to more phone calls. Best and worst of the weekend coming up. Settle on our poll question. Glad to have you on board. Eli Manning will stop by next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Ooh, man, do I love this. King's Hawaiian buns. The best. Yes, big game Sunday, and we'll eat more sliders than any day of the year. Did you know that? 
that might be su- a, a surprise to you. Not to our friends at King's Hawaiian. They know sliders, easily customizable, guaranteed to please a crowd, perfect meal to share and enjoy watching the game. Whether it's this Sunday, any Sunday, next Sunday, King's Hawaiian wants you to make it a slider sun- Sunday. Slider Sunday, the next great weekly meal tradition. Perfect day, perfect meal to bring your friends and family together. And while there are so many great slider combinations, you can make, well, you just make it great because the best sliders always start with these soft and fluffy, irresistible King's Hawaiian bread slider buns. Whether you use original Hawaiian sweet rolls, which we love, the pre-sliced slider buns, or the perfectly sweet and salty new pretzel slider buns. Oh, they got it all. Buffalo chicken slider, Philadelphia cheesesteak slider. Make Sunday a slider Sunday, thanks to King's Hawaiian. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. 
And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more at MBUSA.com. The big play in the Bengals' loss to the Kansas City Chiefs was... uh, Joseph Vasai, the penalty on Mahomes that set up the game-winning field goal. This is how it sounded on the Bengals radio network. Two receivers out to each side. Mahomes with a deep drop. Now moving in the pocket. Running to the right and running well. He's at the 50. He's trying to run for the first down. He goes out Uh, of bounds. And the Bengals push him after he was out of bounds. Multiple flags are going to tack 15 yards onto this play. Eight seconds left in regulation. And with that penalty, the Chiefs will be in field goal range. Man, you have to be more aware. This football team has got a lot of awareness, not on that play. Joseph Vasai had a wonderful game, but a bad penalty would have been a 60-yard field goal. Instead, it's 45. And, you know, sometimes it's difficult. Once you start, you can't let up, and uh, he couldn't let up. Um, Whether Mahomes kind of uh, acted on it, so what? You're supposed to sell it best you can, and uh, that cost him. Uh Joseph Vasai talked about the penalty. I said it was great knowing that I had my, the support of my teammates. And um, I just got to, I got to, like Sam was saying, I got to learn from experience. And um, I got to know not to, not to get close to that quarterback when he's close to that sideline. If there's anything that could uh, possibly cause a penalty in a dire situation like that, I got to do better. Things are happening so fast there, obviously. Did you have any idea you were, you were at that sideline there? I mean, obviously you are in full chase. And, you know. Yeah, I was just in full chase mode, and I was trying to, um, was trying to push him to maybe um, get him going backwards because I knew he was going for that sideline. I was trying to make him go backwards, get that clock running. But um, I, I didn't know. I, I haven't seen it yet. I didn't know how far out of bounds we were. But, um, yeah. If he can do an interview after a loss like that, I don't want to hear anybody ever saying that they're not doing interviews, don't want to do interviews after a game. That was that was tough to watch. On the sidelines, he's in tears. His teammates were trying to shield him from the cameras. Now, he made a bad play. Um, and as you know, Zach Taylor, the head coach, said, that's not what cost us. Well, it did cost you. Other plays earlier cost you, but that's the one that uh, prevented you from going to the Super Bowl. He had a wonderful game up until that moment. Uh, And we would have gone into overtime, which would have been great. Uh, By the way, the Eagles have 38 rushing touchdowns. So that's regular season and postseason. That's the most in uh, a single season. 38 total. The last time that happened was 1924, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. Remember that running game? Yeah. You wow. loved those guys. You couldn't stop them. You could only hope to contain them. Those Yellow Jackets games were over in two hours. Yes. Yeah. 
And the Eagles have now uh, won their first two postseason games by at least 24 points. Last time that happened was the uh, 1989 San Francisco 49ers. So some interesting stats there on both of those games. Eli Manning joining us, two-time Super Bowl champ, and of course, co-host of the Manning cast, joining us on behalf of Quaker, the official oatmeal sponsor of the NFL. And uh, Eli will tell you what he's doing with uh, Quaker coming up here. Good to see you again. What's your big takeaway? Let's start with the Eagles and the 49ers. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Uh, obviously, the Eagles are playing great football. That, that pains me to, to say a little bit, but they, uh, they're they playing great defense, and their offense, uh, like they've done all year, they, they just do a good job taking care of the football and being able to run the football and, and have Jalen Hurts doing these RPOs and getting the ball out quickly. He's not taking chances. It's safe, safe throws, safe completions, and so it's pretty good complimentary team football that they're able to, um, you know, to play. And they've done it the last two weeks. Obviously it's unfortunate for the 49ers losing their, their starting quarterback. And they've, you know, they've, they've dealt with that twice already this year. It's hard to, to, to lose your third string stringer and, and come back and then lose your fourth stringer. And so it's unfortunate they didn't have kind of all their firepower in action and, and do that. But Philadelphia is playing great football. Okay. As a quarterback, you're looking at who's going to put pressure on you. Like Hassan Reddick is un- unbelievable. Now, when you go to the line of scrimmage, how often would you change your blocking assignments or have somebody help out because you know where he is? How often would that happen uh, in your career? Yeah, I mean, I think it's you, you definitely have to know where their best rushers are. And, you know, hey, sometimes – your, your tackle's got to be the guy that blocks them, or sometimes you do play action where you have a tight end has to block them sometimes, but you don't want those one-on-one matches uh, matchups all day long. You want to try to keep a, a chip by a tight end or keep a back over there to, to chip them and just slow them down so he's not in a sprinter stance and, and firing off the ball. Uh, so I think it's just that that combination of, of having multiple uh, multiple ways to show different diff, you know different looks at them, line up, you know, lining up guys over him. So you will change things up um, if, you know, depending on where he is, try to get the offensive line to slide you know, to his side so you can try to get a double team as much as possible. I know that we love the big plays, you know, Mahomes, explosive, all of that. The Eagles are methodical. You, you were fortunate. You had a, a good running game. And I wonder, you know, what's, what's more devastating to a defense when you get those big plays, explosive plays, or we're just going to keep running the football at you. I think it's when you, yeah, when you can run the football at them because it's it's there's nothing you can do to stop it, and that, and that can be a frustrating thing when you're loading the box and you're just getting pushed around and you're getting moved around. And and what it does also, it, it slows down the pass rush. All of a sudden, those defensive ends are tired. They're playing the run. Those defensive tackles are are tired. They're not just doing all their spin moves. They're trying to fit gaps, and they're worried about stopping the run. And so it opens up the play action. It slows the pass rush down, so you can get you know more completion. So it, it just when you can run the football, it kind of helps everything else work better as well. And so the Eagles are doing it really well and, and whether it's you know one of their you know three running backs they have or Jalen Hurts running it they have a lot of different ways to keep the ball uh just kind of on the ground and not you know you're not you're not dealing with tip passes you're not dealing with sacks you're not dealing with interceptions and so you take a lot of the bad plays out of the game and you can just control the clock you can shorten the game and keep their offense on the sideline for a long time which, which is frustrating as well 
Mahomes on a bad ankle. I don't know. You didn't rely on your legs, but playing with a high ankle sprain, uh, what did you expect out of Mahomes? Well, I thought he, I thought he played uh, really, really well and made some, some really uh, impressive throws moving around in the pocket and still you know, running up and making off-balance throws off a bad ankle uh, is, not, is not easy. And, 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 and he made some, some really spectacular throws. I think he did miss a few, kind of some of the easier throws because of it. And just you're a little bit off and pushing off of it on, sign, on times. And I think sometimes when you are, you're on the run and you're moving, you're not thinking as much and you're reacting. And he made some of those really good throws. But when you're kind of sitting in the pocket and, and things are a little bit easier, you think about it a little bit more. And he, he just missed a couple of crossing routes uh, that he normally does not. But, you know, he, he, he just competed. And obviously the, the last play of the game, or for the offense when they uh, you know able to run, get the first down, get the late hit on the sideline to put it in field goal, um, you know, position was obviously a huge play in the game. You know your longest run from scrimmage? Uh what, 18, 18 yards, maybe? Something three different like times. Three different times. Eighteen That's yards. My lucky number. Yeah. There you go. And Peyton's lucky number too. <laughs> Although Peyton's longest was thirty three. Yeah, I saw it. It took it took a minute and a half though. <laughs> he's still yeah. running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he almost there. Delay of the game, delay of game during the play. They call it a penalty. How did you, through your career, you were very careful about what you gave the media. You didn't give. There was no bulletin board material. But then, how often did you really want to say what you felt about something or somebody? That's yeah. You you do that in the quarterback room afterwards. You know you you kind of you, you gotta like laugh about it and be able to uh, kind of with, with your quarterbacks or your quarterback coach say, hey, you know this is what this guy asked me. This is what I really wanted to say, <laughs> and I couldn't say it. So at least you get it off your chest. Uh, you get it out there, and then you know, like, all right, I got I got that done. I'm not holding it in just forever. And then one day it's just all gonna spill out, and I'm just gonna have a freak out on the media. So I was always trying to avoid that, but I think you, you always want to be, uh, you know, kind of tell the truth and be honest and give some information, but you, you don't always have to tell exactly uh, what, what you're feeling. Give us uh, an idea what the pro bowl is going to be all about with you and you and Peyton. Yeah. Uh, excited. A little flag football uh, pro bowl this year. So a new, uh, a, a new way of playing it. And, it, you know, I think the, the game had gotten, you know, a little bad, and, and there was not much tackling anyway. So we, we said, hey, let's just eliminate the tackling. We'll play flag. Let's get some of these great athletes, get get them the ball in space, and, and let them make some phenomenal plays. And, you know, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill, like get them the ball, let them, let the quarterbacks throw it. We don't need a pass rush and, and let them play a little seven on seven. Uh, I expect it to be a lot of scoring, uh, high-paced, high, high, high uh, high-action. And so uh, I expect the NFC to win. You know, Peyton, uh, he's a terrible coach. We all know that. Uh, good player, bad coach. So I think we're at a major <laughs> advantage. Uh, Tony Dungy said that Peyton would make a terrible coach because he would be he, – he was so – but even an analyst, he said he'll drive you crazy. Yes, I agree. Uh, he drives me crazy. Uh, <laughs> you know, trying to analyze film with him and and the amount of uh, you know voice memos he he leaves me and and everything going on. So I keep asking for the cliff notes of the 
of the memo. Uh, if you could send me that, it'd be a lot easier on me and save me a lot of time. But I think I, I think with with Peyton, you know, he was so good at, at seeing the plays and picking the perfect play and then running it and then and then and then running it well and and executing it. I think if if you know if from the sideline, if, he wouldn't be able to do all those things. He might be able to get to some good plays, but then if they don't execute it, <laughs> I think it'd be frustrating to him. I think it'd just be a very frustrating experience for him and I think that would come across to the players and that's what I'm hoping happens uh this Sunday at the Pro Bowl as well uh we had Tom Brady on a couple of months ago and I said you know how long would it take for you to get your Super Bowl rings he, he said it would take him a couple of minutes to to find his uh, Super Bowl rings well he has a lot of them though but right, he does have a lot, it's a lot of how, how long would it take you to find your Super Bowl rings uh, I mean, I know where they are to go physically get them and be back and go get them and be back in this chair in in a minute. A minute. Last don't, time you I, wore them. I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, don't challenge me. Uh, last time I wore, I don't wear, I don't wear them much. Uh, they're so, they're so big and, cl- and clunky. It's like, it's not comfortable to wear and, like it hurts your fingers afterwards. I, I remember with the first with the first championship, we're 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 designing the ring, and we kind of talked about it a little bit, saying, "Hey, wouldn't it be you know maybe a good idea if we got a Super Bowl ring and didn't make it like the biggest thing in the world where we could actually could wear it, and it wouldn't be like this obnoxious like bling thing out that like we're never gonna wear." And we're kind of talking about it, and we're designing it, and we're going through it. And then Michael Strahan shows up 45 minutes late, but like we had it designed, like ready to go. And he's like, "Only thing I care about is I want a 10 table ring." And everybody's like, "What's what's a 10 table ring?" He goes, "When I walk into a restaurant, I want you to be able to see this thing from 10 <laughs> tables away." And I was like, "All right." And we had to restart the whole the whole deal, and we got the big giant. Why not Super- just a class ring? How about you get a Super Bowl ring and maybe a like a a class a wearable class ring. It's not a bad idea. I think you, I think we need to go to the double ring, kind yeah. of a wearable one, and yeah. then you have like the trophy case one. Yes. Uh, tell us what you're doing with Quaker. Yeah, excited to partner with Quaker and invite fans to share how they pre-grain before the big game for a chance to win uh, tickets and to attend the Super Bowl for next year. So mm-hmm. uh, to enter the contest, you can go to TikTok. You can follow Quaker. And between now, today, and February 12th, you got to upload your own pre-grain video of how you're using Quaker Oats to prepare for the game using uh, the caption, hashtag Quaker pre-grain, hashtag entry. <laughs> so upload your video, how you're using Quaker Oats, and you got a chance to go to the Super Bowl next year. Are you in a Super Bowl commercial this year? Uh, No. Oh. Not What's going on? Uh, yeah, it, just, it, is know, Peyton and is Peyton involved in one? I, I, there's always a bet, like the over under on Peyton on how many Super Bowl commercials he's in. I don't know what the number. I don't know what the official <laughs> bet is. But he is I'm in. Sure. Is he in at I least one? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not positive. I think we have. You know, we've had some kind of through the playoffs leading up to the. To, you know, kind of leading up to the Super Bowl, but. Um, you know, we gotta, you gotta, you know, you never know. You could, we got time. Uh, Dan, I got two weeks. I got two weeks. I, I can, I can sneak in one. Uh, good to talk to you. Good luck with the campaign there. Always good to talk to you. Thank you, Eli. Always, Dan. Thanks so much. That's Eli Manning. Uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. I like the delay of game on Bounty. Peyton running. <laughs> Peyton running for 33 yards. That's an eternity. Yeah, it was like syrup. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, they they they're they're showing it in slow motion. No, no, no. That's real speed there for uh, for Peyton. All right. Uh, some phone calls here to start out. Michael in Vegas. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind today? Uh, hey, Mike. Yeah, we almost had Mike. Gus in L.A. Hi, Gus. Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Hope you and the boys had a great weekend. Worst of the weekend, I'm starting off already in a bad one right here. The officiating. Not only in the NFL are we talking about, I'm talking about Saturday night, my Lakers in Boston. That, what in the blue hell was that? I'm not sure of it. I just hate how the NBA comes out with some stupid tweet. Oh, we're going to have sleepless nights because of this. Oh, this. Oh, that. Look, man, I'm sick and tired of these referees in either sport, you know, not wanting to have, like, their word questioned. It seems like we can question the players, we can question the coaches, but when it comes to the referees, how dare you? The final play should always be able to be reviewed no matter what. That was costly, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Lakers fan, but it was just so horrible to see, really ruined my weekend. But it was saved last night. I'm doing a little bit of cleaning last night, and I come across one of my suitcases that I took to Vegas a few months ago that I left a parlay ticket in Vegas or whatever. I actually had made a bet for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, and I found the ticket last night with me. So I've got that right in for me, and that saved my weekend. That was the best. All right. Well, great to hear from you, Gus, and good luck with uh, your Eagles bet. Yeah, LeBron went to the hoop left-handed. Jason Tatum, uh, the referees did admit after the fact that he did foul LeBron. Uh, LeBron's reaction was just a tad over the top. Just a tad. Where you go, oh my God, was there a death in the family? Like, what What happened? Yes, Marv. He didn't act like that during the J.R. Smith, uh, you know, oh, the, fumble. Uh, the uh, didn't know what they the blunder. Yeah. Yeah. The time, the uh, clock. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was over the top. Yes, Todd. I love when they talk to the guy that committed the foul and has to act completely ignorant because he doesn't want to admit what happened. They talk to Jason Tatum and I don't know. Everything's happened so fast. You know, I'm glad we got the win. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really see what, I don't know what happened. You actually smacked his arm. What do you mean you don't know what happened? Well, you don't want to say that. Then you're making I the know. official look bad. Then the official, the next time he does your game, is like, oh, yeah. He's it's just so bad. I, I don't know what happened. It was just a big blur, but I'm glad we <laughs> came away with it. What? Yes, Marv. And that's one of those games where you forget. There was an unbelievable putback dunk by Patrick Beverly. I didn't know he could do that. And that's all goes away. Yeah. And now we just think about the unbelievably great technical foul by him. Yes. Patrick Beverly, while ever, the commotion was going on, he went over to a photographer, grabbed his big camera, yeah. and had a still picture on it, like a digital camera, <laughs> and brought out, and the ref looks down and sees Patrick Beverly holding his camera. He goes, you can't bring that to court. See, you're <laughs> that gone. was fantastic. You know, the Lakers would be 24 and 26 if oh, that call was uh, right. Yeah, okay. But LeBron is playing great. I mean, these are unbelievable numbers here. It's not like he's backing into Kareem's record. He is attacking Kareem's record. I don't know how many points. He's a little over 200 points away. Maybe less than that. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, he's like in the hundreds, maybe 110, 115. Oh, is that a check? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he's putting up 35 a night. Would he have 41 against the Celtics? Yeah, Paulie. 117 points away. Wow. Big month. We Remember we talked about this about two weeks ago. We put it at mid-February. Yeah. It's going to be like... You know, Thursday, <laughs> the way he's going. Uh, but he he's sitting out the game against the Nets. 
I believe. I think Anthony Davis and LeBron are sitting that game out. Yeah, because who would want to watch those guys all healthy playing against each other? <laughs> Everybody. Let's take a break. We uh, have more phone calls coming up. Play of the day is next. TireRack.com loves tires, and since 1979, they've been helping people like you find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They have a team of experts, knowledge, and passion to help out every one of us, and they're just a phone call or a click away. The website packed with information, advice, and tools that make it, well, a snap at buying the right tire. They have the Tire Decision Guide, and really, it's very simple. Answer a couple of questions, get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less, and they sell only the best brands in the industry. The Kumo Extra Tire, the all-season Krugen lineup, and the off-road-capable Kumo Road Venture Light Truck Tire. You got ratings, reviews, test results, a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers. Also, in many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation that comes right to your home or office. Installation on your terms is a game changer. TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, my God. The play. The play is called play. Of the day. Runner left side. Got it. Check this out. Chiefs go with three tight ends and a shotgun. They roll it to the right side. Mahomes pump faking. Now fires it late for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Kansas City! Travis Kelsey from Patrick Mahomes! And the Chiefs lead 12-3. And now Mahomes to Kelsey in the postseason for the 13th time. That's second in National Football League history to only Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. That's courtesy of the Chiefs Radio Network, Brady to Gronk. They hooked up 15 times in the postseason for touchdowns. And when you think of bargains in the NFL, Travis Kelsey made $11 million this year, makes $13 million next year, $16 million the year after that. What a bargain. That's your play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks to make Uh, Make it to redeem credit card rewards. We could talk about how, with Discover, redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And that's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. Yeah, Kelsey, you know, when you lose Tyreek Hill, and then we thought, okay, this just means Mahomes will spread it out a little bit more. You know, Valdez Scantling played great. You know, they had Juju Smith. uh, But you always have Travis Kelsey. Uh they, they lost Clyde Edwards-Lair. Uh, you got a seventh-round running back out of Rutgers, Isaiah uh, uh, Pacheco. You know, you start to think about the philosophy of the running back. The two teams going to the Super Bowl probably spent $3 million on their running backs total. Didn't need a big, you know, big-priced uh, running back there. No first-round picks. Don't spend a lot of money. Get a couple of different guys in there, and that's what the Eagles have. I mean, they have a variety of running backs there, and they rely on them, but they don't spend any money. And then you have Kansas City. They're not spending any money either. Yeah, Paul? Yeah, the Chiefs depth chart at running back, Isaiah Pacheco, seventh-round pick. He makes seven hundred grand. Jarek McKinnon was a third-round pick. He played quarterback in college, like a dual-threat quarterback. He makes a million a year. Ronald Jones, their third stringer, makes 1.2. He was a second-round pick. Same thing with the Eagles. Miles Sanders, second-round pick, he makes a million, too. Boston Scott was a sixth-round pick. He makes a million. Kenneth Gainwell this year, fifth-round pick, 825 grand. They both are under $3.5 million at the position. What a great name, though, for a running back. Gainwell. Like but, a, a quarterback name completes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the uh, kicker? Chris Blewett? Yes. From Pitt? <laughs> from Pitt? Yeah. I mean, you can't have a guy whose name is Chris Blewett as your your kicker. It's the Steelers quarterback this year, though. Can he pick it? Oh, yeah, that's not good either. It'll work out. Yes. All right, uh, some phone calls in here. Uh, Karen in Arizona. 
Hi, Karen. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning. This is Karen Batson. I'm 5'4 and 120 pounds, and I love your show. And uh, we spoke uh, a few weeks ago about, um, we've been talking about kickers and quarterbacks, but can we talk about drummers for Led Zeppelin cover band? And we want to play for you in your studio while you're here in Phoenix. Well, we don't have a studio. We're at the ballpark, and it might be tough logistically. I don't know if we could bring in a band. Paulie, can we bring in a band? Maybe like a marching band that's a sports venue. But what if we had them, like, during the commercial breaks or bringing us back, you know, from a, a commercial that we could have the uh, Zeppelin cover band? We'll have our best people look into it. All right. Uh, Karen, uh, stay on hold, and uh, Tyler will get your information, and we'll see. I don't know if we can have that at the uh, San Francisco Giants minor league ballpark. But that would be fun if we could have a house band and they did uh, Zeppelin cover songs. Yes, Todd? They could do like the little drum beat when you have like a you know, really funny joke. You go, bum bum could get that worked in there. We already have that. But like a live band. <laughs> or we could just hit that. We just, we just I guess hit, so. We you just save a couple that. bucks by just hitting a sound. Thank you, Todd. Uh, <laughs> Izzy in Portland. Hi, Izzy. What's on your mind today? Hey, Mr. Patrick. How are you? Good, sir. 5'10 and a, a medium soft 200. Soft. Calling from Portland, and um, uh, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend. It's my birthday weekend. Actually, today is my birthday, so I thought I'd give gift myself and call you guys in today. So that's uh, that's the first thing. Happy birthday! It's happy birthday! birthday. birthday. Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Worst is Philly winning, uh, and not only that, but just seeing and going to hear the Philly fans for the next two weeks being insufferable, sort of like McLovin would be. So, Oh, McLovin, um, McLovin sent me a picture. He was at the game with his dad. Right in their faces. Yes. Yeah, he, he sent me that to say that uh, he got to take his dad to the Eagles game. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to – two weeks of that is going to be horrible. So one, uh, one question and one birthday request for the year. The question is me and my sons, uh, one of them who's called in, Andreas from Austin, going to Italy. So I wanted to know if you had any recommendations for the Naples or multi-coast area. That's one. Uh, and a birthday request for the year. Sometime during the year, sort of like your boy Rich Eisen, when one of the Danettes are out, is it possible to have maybe your wife sit in uh, for one of the guys <laughs> in the back row or, or, or your daughter Molly to hear about the, the band birthday years? You know, I think it would be good to get a little insight. Thank you, Izzy. Uh, I don't think any wives, and I don't <laughs> know of any daughters either going to be on the show the band birthday years yeah great. yeah there's not many four-year-olds five-year-olds six-year-olds seven-year-olds who had their birthdays canceled but molly patrick did and she wears it too she owns it <laughs> she owns it yes marv like jordan in the 90s oh three peat that's right molly <laughs> <laughs> well jordan had two three peats yeah but, uh, you know, she eventually got a birthday party. Yes, Paulie. One, one of my friends gave me a great Italy tip before I went there years and years ago. He goes, don't eat a meal near any tourist attractions. Like, don't go to the restaurant that's, you know, right next to the Colosseum in Rome or, mm. or in Venice right near St. Marco Square. Go off the beaten path, and if you see a menu translated into English on a board in front of a restaurant, run for your life. Don't go there. Yeah. That's all oh, I, I, I We would go to where... The locals ate. We'd ask, where do the locals eat? And we walked in one time, my entire family, and they looked at us like, you're not from here. What are you doing here? They stared at us the entire meal, <laughs> and it was a great meal. 
Our good buddy Ross Tucker coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.